Welcome to Old Walls House. It's your main man and host. It's me. It's Old Walls. I'm back again. Episode number 30 of Old Walls House coming your way this week. Got a fun one. Probably just a little shorter. Not a, not a ton going on in the world of sports and other things that haven't really uh, piqued any of my interest. So this one might be shorter. I've thought that to myself before and they've drug on pretty long. So who knows? I guess you'll have to stick around to find out or you can probably just look at down at the bottom and see how long is left in the episode now that I think about it. So, welcome into Old Walls House. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. I appreciate all the support I'm getting. You know, I'm going there. I'm doing that housekeeping. If you could, rate, review, comment, subscribe. Share it with your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your aunt and uncle. Tell Crazy Aunt Sue about it. So, uh, yeah, if you could, spread the, spread the word. I'd appreciate that. As always, I appreciate all you guys. So, without further ado... Let's get into this thing. Okay, let's uh, let's talk some golf this week. We got a back-to-back winner. Big Tone, Tony Finau, wins the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week after winning the 3M Open last week. So, start with the 3M Open, why don't we? He wins the 3M Open last week by three shots over Sungjae Im and Emiliano Grillo. Um, Scott Piercy, who I thought was going to get it done... Shoots a five-over round on Sunday to finish four-back of Big Tone. So, if Scott Piercy had just, you know, brought it home and even, would have been a winner. And I thought he was going to be able to do that. So, I I had said that I thought he was going to do that and win. So, Big Tone picks up the win in Minneapolis. And then this week follows it right up with another great performance. Uh, Wins by five this week. Five wins by five over uh, Patrick Cantlay, Taylor Pendrath, and Cameron Young. Uh, another great showing from Cam Young. Guy is probably almost assuredly, I believe, going to be the rookie of the year on the PGA Tour. Has just really had uh, a really good year. Um, has competed in some some majors. Has been just right there uh, the, the whole year. Let's uh, let's get his profile pulled up. Just a guy who just pures it. He's up to ninth in the FedEx Cup, 17th in the world golf rankings, uh, just running some great golf, 69 average right now. Um, let's look at his full results for this year. No wins, no wins, um, but in the 21-22 season, uh, five seconds, two-thirds, so and then seven top tens. Uh, is that seven top tens other than the five seconds and two-thirds? No, I think that is just in the, the five seconds and two-thirds. So, yeah, um, dude's playing some good golf, yeah. And if you look at where his, his seconds and thirds have come, I mean, uh, let's go to this calendar year and just see some good finishes from him. Like uh, T20 at the Farmers, T26 at Phoenix, T2 at Genesis, 16 at Honda, T3 at RBC, T2 at Wells Fargo, T3 at the PGA, second at the uh, the Open. So, um, some good, just good stuff from him this year. Like I said, I believe he's almost assuredly going to be the the Rookie of the Year. Um, back over to Tony Finau, Big Tone, playing some great golf. Maybe a, a little ill-timed right after major season, but maybe he can keep it going for the playoffs. The, uh, the playoffs are just around the corner. 
He has vaulted himself up into seventh this year uh, in the the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, was 17th last week and, you know, obviously was probably uh, got a nice little bump from winning last week as well. So uh, I'm sure he's moved up plenty of spots this year, uh, this these last two weeks, and is now in a good position to, to make a run at the title. I I struggle to understand the, the value of the points and how all of that works. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is 1,200 points ahead of second place with Cam Smith. I just, I just don't know. And Patrick Cantlay is in fifth. And for a guy who doesn't really get it done in the majors, this dude just eats up like regular PGA Tour courses week in and week out. Um, Got to win this year. I, are they counting? They're not counting the, the Ryder Cup as a win on this thing. No, okay. Yeah, it's Zurich. So the team event... Um, Three seconds, 10 top 10s this year, 12 top 25. So he just knows how to kind of rack up the points for this stuff and uh, find a way to, to earn himself some, some FedEx Cup points and, and get himself in that. So um, he was, you know, the defending FedEx Cup champion, and I, I kind of thought this was going to be his year to win a major, and I stated that pretty loudly plenty of times, and it didn't really come through. But looking forward to the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs. I mean, if you just look at the top 10, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, Cantlay, Rory McIlroy, Tony Finau, Justin Thomas, Cameron Young, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, should be some fun stuff coming up. Uh, it'd be nice to see a little bit of meaningful golf here before we get to uh, to football season. I will say, I don't love that the British is the last major, but getting the playoffs done before football season I think has been a good thing. Uh, it's something for me to pay attention to. Um, I, I watched the the last cup little bit of you know uh, the Rocket Mortgage this week, but don't really. It, it's tough to to you know get into it that much. Uh, so looking forward to some good golf coming up with some good players. Like I said, Wyndham Championship this week is going to be the last event before the playoffs, so we'll be looking forward to getting back to some good golf. In other golf news, I guess, I, don't, I, I believe Henrik Stenson won the live event. I watched zero seconds of it. I continue to not have any interest at all. So, uh, like I said, be looking forward to the FedEx Cup playoffs and then the President's Cup this year. I believe the President's Cup is in September. Um, yeah, September 19th through 25th. And by looking forward to it, I, I just like to see the kind of, you know, a real team golf aspect and just kind of see where it goes. Probably not going to be too competitive. I don't. I haven't looked at what the teams are going to look like, but it's always cool to see some some new guys get on those teams and see how they do and see how they fare in it too. So, um, still some still a couple fun things in the uh, the golf calendar this year. So we will obviously keep an eye on all of those. UFC 277 happened this weekend, and I thought it was a pretty fun event. Um, Got to go out and, and give a shout out, my brother. He went five and zero. He nailed it. He called them all. He. Uh, the guy's a the guy's a genius. I I, uh, I I start running him down that he's the worst picker ever, and then I start putting him out here, and the dude just apparently doesn't lose anymore. So I don't know if you've been fading those picks. Hopefully you haven't. Hopefully you've just been jumping on the back of them and and riding your way to the bank. So uh, fun event, just uh, you know some good good fights. 
Uh, all of them ended by stoppage except for the main event, which I thought was a pretty good fight for being as one-sided on the cards as it was. So, you know, just running down um, Magomed, just, you know, he was too much for Anthony Smith. He's he's a dude. Uh, Pinteo, or Pintejo, I'm still butchering it. Uh, he gets a submission in round one. Sergey Pavlovich gets a, a TKO win over Derek Lewis. I thought that was a little bit of a quick stoppage. I, I don't really think it was going to change the outcome in the long run just by the looks of it early. I think he was probably still going to stop him within maybe the next minute or two. Um, but I don't think that one should have been stopped. I don't really think he was connected. Derek Lewis was still kind of moving. Was you know I don't again I don't think he was in good shape and he was going to come out of that and start you know lighten him up or anything like that, but uh, I, I I would have liked to see that go just a couple seconds longer, at least. You know, 10 to 15 seconds, see what happens, see where it plays out, and just kind of just kind of see what, what else could, you know, if he could fight back. Again, I think in, if you give it 30 more seconds even, I think Pavlovich still kind of puts it on him. Brandon Moreno, he picks up a big win. In uh, the co-main event over K. Cara France, that was uh, pretty much a number one contender match uh, for who's going to face Davidson Figueroa and Moreno and him. And I believe that will be the fourth time that those two gentlemen are gonna gonna do battle um, in the octagon. But yeah, um, <laughs> Moreno's got that weird style; his hands are moving high guard. Uh, but he gets a big win. Let me let me double check. I believe they said fourth time, but I wanna wanna check. My facts here. Uh, yes, yes. His last three fights before this had been with uh, Davidson Figueredo. Figueredo. Yeah, I think I think said that right. So uh, that's uh, that's a uh, going to be a quadrilogy. Uh, currently stands at one win apiece and a draw. So good. Uh, going to be looking for that. It looks like uh, in the first fight, I did not remember watching the first fight. Figueroa was deducted one point in round three to a groin strike. So interesting, interesting. So yeah, it uh, those two seem to put on some decent fights. Uh, you know, fight of the night th- uh, two times, uh, performance of the night one time uh, for Moreno in those fights. So um, by all accounts, why not? It seems seems to be a good uh, good even matchup, and let's go do it again. And then uh, in the main event, Amanda Nunez she gets her belt back. Juliana Pena, uh, like I said, it was really lopsided on the cards. I think 50-44, 50-45, and 50-43 even. But there was some intrigue. Pena was looking to get on, uh, get that arm bar in a couple times and just, I guess, wasn't, and I'm a very novice to the, to, to most fighting really, but especially to the grappling. I guess she just couldn't get the arm bar in the right spot. But uh, uh, interesting fight to watch. Lots of blood. Lots of blood. Um, but I was entertained all night. It was a fun card. Uh, enjoyed it. Had some fr- some friends over. We uh, had some drinks and watched it. So it was a good time. Coming up, uh, UFC 278. Looking forward, Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards going to be fighting. Paula Costa and Luke Rockhold. I believe that was actually supposed to be on this card and had to get pushed back. And Jose Aldo also on the card. <clears throat> and a couple of guys I'm not really too familiar with. 
Um, after that, ooh, Serial Gone, yeah, Serial, Serial Gone, and Two Italia Voisa, uh, that is coming up on September 3rd, <coughs> excuse me, that should be a good one as well, looking forward to 279, that's Kazmat and Nate Diaz gonna, gonna headline that card, uh, just looking at that card so far, other than that, I do not see anything interesting, I don't know how built out that card is yet, and then, 280, UFC 280, Charles Oliveira, Islam Makachev. Um, they still, I, I'm still not seeing the Sugar Sean O'Malley one get posted officially. <coughs> Excuse me again, I apologize. But yeah, that uh, that main event should be a good one. Uh, in the boxing world, I don't know if, I don't, there was nothing that caught my eye to watch on fights this weekend. Um, Danny Garcia did come back and pretty much pitched a shutout against David Benavidez, I believe. Looking forward, I think we're still a couple weeks out from from the good fights. I know the Jake Paul fight for next weekend that I wasn't going to pay for. Anyway, that's off. Uh, Virgil Ortiz back in the ring uh, next weekend. Something to kind of keep your eye on. Other than that, boxing schedule looks Tiafima Lopez next week. So a couple of returns. Um, and then, you know, August 20th, Alexander Rusick and Anthony Joshua. That's the one we're all looking forward to. And then the boxing schedule kind of really picks up from there for the next couple months. So that kind of wraps up the fight game for this week. And like I said, we got a, a couple of slow weeks here for a while with this, and then we'll be uh, definitely picking up the steam. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to those passing thoughts. First thing, just had some great weather here this weekend in Wisconsin. Had some friends from out of town in, and boy, was Midwest summer perfect this weekend. Uh, Friday, we're talking like highs in the 70s. Cools down at night. Saturday, highs in the low 80s. Again, cools down at night, hanging out outside, drinking some beers on our back deck out in the yard, playing some yard games, having some good foods. Gotta love a good Midwest summer, as they say. So uh, probably won't get too many more good days. It's supposed to be like darn near 90 every day with a bunch of humidity going forward. So we uh, we wasted our one good weekend, and uh, good thing for us, it was while we were hosting some people. So I was doing some traveling this week, and it never fails. I got a travel story in the first five minutes I'm in the airport. So, I'm walking behind this lady up to uh, up to TSA, and I can just kind of tell. So, she gets in. So, when she starts, she apparently she had a bunch of flight changes. So, as the TSA dude scans her ID, he's like, so which flight are you on? I'm seeing a bunch of flight numbers. She goes, I, I, so what flight number is yours? The lady goes, I don't care. <laughs> and the TSA dude just dumbfoundedly kind of looks at him and goes, well, I, I have to care. It's my job. Can you please tell me what your flight number is? I'm talking like audible, like, ugh. Pulls out like her, you know, her boarding passes. She's got about six of them, all paper. And she finally goes, well, it leaves at 535. And he goes, okay, I'm glad it leaves at 535, but what flight number is it? And, she, and again, just like, ugh. And finally, she, is it 1655 or whatever the number was? But, like, the attitude. And she was probably, to be fair, she was probably having a bad day. Like, she had to change some flights, and it was did not sound like it went well. But, my God, did this lady just give this dude at TSA, like, just a hard time for nothing. So... That's just the beginning. Then, when we're starting to go through security, she says, 
I don't want to take off my shoes. I'm not taking my shoes off. And the weird thing was she didn't walk through, like, the TSA pre-check line. She's over the, this was the TSA pre-check side. The airport I go to, it splits it, regular and TSA pre-check. And so she didn't just walk through the detector. She did, like, the full scan thing. She's like, I do not want to take my shoes off. I'm not going to do it. So she does the full th- scan thing, and, like, her shoe triggers the alarm. Like, it's, it's like lighting up red. Meanwhile, we can go into TSA in depth later if we want. Probably not today, but the bullshit that is TSA in general. Um, so she takes this, the x-ray, and it just lights up her shoes. Like, that is the problem. Whatever is happening down there, I don't know if she's had surgery or what, but they're like, okay, your shoes are popping. We got to look at them. And she's like, no, that's my foot. <laughs> and the next TSA guy goes, yeah, and that's what your shoe's on. Please take them off. She's like, well, I don't want to take them off. He goes, okay, you don't have to go any further than here. And she's like, oh, fine, I'll take them off. So then, then I guess because she's a woman, for her to get searched, another woman has to come off the bag x-ray machine and call, like, search her. Well, because she leaves the bag x-ray machine in, like, the middle of, you know, scanning those bags, they lose all of that. Like, half of my stuff is out. They start pulling it back and, like, putting it at the start. And, like, oh, we got to rescan it because we lost everything. Good Lord. So this is just an absolute disaster. And it just, what a great start to a 6.50 Sunday night flight for work, which is awesome when you got to fly out Sunday night. So I get to the airport too early, as usual. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just go get a couple of drinks at the bar. Don't have to drive when I land. Going to catch an Uber. So don't got to worry about any of that. And uh, end up chatting with a guy and just talking sports. Dude's from Alabama, so talk football. And is there anything more awesome than just two dudes at a bar, whether it's an airport bar or any bar, just having a casual conversation about uh, sports, life in general, but, like, sports is usually the best one. And it's just, like, it doesn't have to be constant. It can just be, oh, did you see that game the other night? Yep, sure did. What a great game. Then you don't talk to each other for like 30 seconds to a minute. And then someone's like, oh, how about this? Like you don't have to force it. Like you just kind of chime in a little bit here, chime in a little bit there. It's the best. It's the absolute best. It's American. It's about as American as it gets. Also, the airport here in uh, this fine state of Wisconsin lets you just grab beers and take them right to your gate. We need to... We need to put that in place in any and all airports worldwide. Just let you grab beers and, and take them right to your gate if so, if, if that's the thing you want to do. So then I got on the plane. I started watching my TV show that I've been watching, For All Mankind. For All Mankind, the, uh, the alternate history on if the Soviets were the first country to the moon. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I'm about... I think I've snuck into the third season now. Watched a lot on those flights. I had plenty of flight and airport time on uh, this this past week. So uh, made made a good chunk, good dent, and uh, it was cool. There's a time jump in between uh, the two, one of the first and second season. Again, in the, between the second and third, not you know, a little little spoiler there, but not much of one. Um, and they do like these these news stories to like catch you up on the time and like some things. Most things are just happen like with just a little tweak. So, pretty cool. Like, Ronald Reagan ends up winning the presidency in 1976, not in 80. So, like, Jimmy Carter's never president. So, just cool little little weird little things like that I think are, 
are kind of neat. So, um, ended up in Florida. Ended up in Florida. Florida's a place, man. It's hot. Florida is hot in the end of July. Did see uh, a gentleman, and uh, I'm not the uh, I'm not the most in shape guy you've ever met. I can admit to that. But I don't wear a shirt that says "Born to Be Fit." And when I tell you this gentleman was a little fat, I mean he was a lot fat. He was large, and homeboy was wearing that "Born to Be Fit" shirt like he was gonna own that some bitch. So you know, props to you, guy. Props to you. Uh, apparently, you know, if you feel good about it, then just go for it. Do it up. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's if you're if you're gonna go if you're gonna do it, just go all the way. And that dude was. So speaking of Florida. Had uh, a, like some free time after we finished up our meetings one evening, and uh, one of my coworkers showed us these springs in Florida that are just like naturally fed springs that feed in nice, cool water that people go swim in. I was mind blown. These things are beautiful. Uh, the one we went to had like a huge cave, like that was probably I think the the sign said like seventy feet deep. But yeah, I didn't know you just swam in random bodies of water in Florida. I thought that's where them gators was hanging out. But uh, I guess I guess the gators don't like the cold water. I don't know. That's kind of bro science. But really cool. I guess there's a bunch of them all over. Uh, this one, if you went to a different entrance, also you could like go tubing down it. That might be where I draw the line because I saw like where the water flowed and <clears throat> and it looked like every Florida movie you'd ever seen. It looked like there was a swamp on each side. I'd stick to the, uh, the the you know the encircled places with the cool water where the springs actually pumping it out and there's people and activity all around. I don't know how uh, how brave I'd be to go go floating down uh, one of those river things. But people do it. There was a huge line. We went in the wrong one at first, and huge line at like you know four thirty in the evening, four thirty five o'clock whenever we finished up, and uh, yeah, some people were just ready to go floating down the. Uh, the Florida Rivers, and you know, just dodging the Gators. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess that, I guess you do that. Uh, also, had to, had some Moe's, some Moe's for the first time in a while. And it just got me thinking, there's Moe's, there's Chipotle, there's Cadoba, Pancheros. So I'm going to give you a quick ranking. My quick ranking is Chipotle. Pancheros, Moe's and Cadoba interchangeable at three and four. Chipotle, by far the best. Pancheros, a close second in my opinion. Moe's, nah, just not there, man. It just, it's just not as good. Moe's was the first one I'd ever been to. Welcome to Moe's. Um, it, it just feels, I don't know. It's just, it's just not as good. Moe's definitely over the years has changed to be like a more just like order what you want like as you go. Because back in the day they used to have like certain ones like the Joey Bag of Donuts. I can always remember was one. But the the, the free chips at Moe's is nice. That's a, that's a good touch. But otherwise Chipotle blows it out of the water. Um, I mean I've always liked Pancheros too and I think Cadoba. Uh, the roommate really likes Cadoba. But uh, I don't know. Just, just doesn't quite do it for me. What else? Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. So, uh, flying back out uh, of Florida, actually, we ended up in, in Georgia. And uh, I'm sitting the, the small airport, so we get there too early. 
and the the security isn't even open yet. So while we're waiting on the outside, kind of sitting out in front of where the rental cars are, and the the rental car people are getting there and getting there for their uh, their daily shift. And one dude's talking about his uh, how he finished up closing the night out last night. How some dude was getting a rental car and apparently was just pissing all over the rental car or counter, all over the floor, and just filled it up. Guess piss everywhere. And when he finally walked out, the lady behind him was like, "Oh yeah, that dude was urinating all over." And she's like, "I didn't want to say anything because he might be crazy." I'm like, "Yeah." Probably was crazy. He was pissing all over the rental car counter at an airport. So uh, things you things you hear and see on the road are usually pretty wild. And then when that plane landed, this dude from the back of the plane, this was this was into final destination, like final destination. No connecting flights. Like the airport is dead. The only thing that's happening is it's accepting the last flight. This plane gets to the gate, and there is a dude sprinting up the aisle. I feel like I know more than her the ding of, like, the seatbelt you can stand up thing, and I'm just chilling because I'm not a psycho, and you're not going anywhere, so don't stand on the plane, and this dude just trucking right up the middle, like, almost bowling people over. And then he's just standing up at the front of the plane. Like, where are you going? I walked out five people behind him. I saw him going down the escalator. As he was getting to the bottom, I was at the top. He beat me by 30 paces max. Like, just don't be psychos, people. Just don't do it. Also, though, while I was in that Florida, Georgia, saw the, one of the better um, gas stations I'd seen, not in the northeast part of the country, not, you know, Sheets and Wawa, uh, called Busy Bee. They had a popcorn. They, they, made a, they had a bunch of flavors of popcorn. I grabbed movie theater popcorn. Holy shnikes was that good. Busy Bee convenience stores and their movie theater popcorn. If you ever see one and you're on a road trip, it's a great thing to get because those things are scrumptious. Absolutely scrumptious. So if you ever see a Busy Bee airport, uh, sorry, Busy Bee convenience store, you're going to want to check those out. I don't know where they're at. Let's see where their locations are. Stores near you. Oh, looks like they're out in Manhattan. Out in New York City. Is this got to be a different one here? Yeah, I think that must be a different Busy Bee. Who knows? Yeah, that's not the right Busy Bee. That's a different Busy Bee. That's the Busy Bee that looks right. Here we go. Now we're finding it. Yeah, now this one starts me right in town. Yeah, they seem to be all over northern Florida. Don't know if they're anywhere else. But yeah, if you're ever in northern Florida, it looks like there's some outside Tallahassee, uh, Live Oak, Lake City, Branford. So if you're ever in that area, check out a Busy Bee. Get their popcorn. Delicious. Delicious. Uh, some news in the world of sports entertainment. Vince McMahon uh, stepping down. There was uh, some questionable um, actions by him, and it uh, seems like the pressure finally got to him. He stepped down as chairman of the board already, uh, officially retired from creative. So uh, whatever you think of Vince McMahon, the person, and you can have a lot of different thoughts because he seems to be a questionable gentleman, uh, to say the least. Um, 
many stories paint him as an asshole. So uh, if you dislike the person, I'm not going to debate you one bit on that. But if you like pro wrestling, the dude's a genius, and the only reason it is what it is. So uh, I think I think we can do that in life. I think we can separate someone's accomplishments from the type of person they are, and you can be a piece of shit human being, but still have provided uh, you know fans of something with something pretty amazing, and, and he did that. So in, in a way, I guess we're gonna. I, I guess I'm saying you should uh, appreciate what he gave you. Uh, it's some football. Kyler Murray got a new deal. Uh, originally, it was requiring four hours of independent study. Kyler had to do his homework four hours a week um, after that came out. Did not sit well with Kyler and the media, so that's over. So he will not be, uh, that will not be enforced is what I saw. Um, I saw this. This is always one of my favorite tweets. It pops up every once in a while. It's uh, a picture of Howard Cosell in the middle, and on either side of him are... Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, formerly as Bruce Jenner, and O.J. Simpson. And the, the caption is, Hi, I'm Howard Cosell, and I just looked into the future, and you are not going to believe the shit I'm about to tell you. I love that. I retweet it. I laugh at it every time I see it. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Saw this little meme. It's three pictures from the original Star Wars. Star Wars, you know, A New Hope. It's showing the the canyon run. It says, we take outdated fighters through a canyon, and you can't go above 100 meters without being blasted. Then it shows the little porthole that they shoot the the things in. And Star Wars said, you need to be at max speed and drop a bomb down this small hole. And then it says, allow me to introduce your training instructor for the mission. Shows the the scene where they're going over the plan in Star Wars. And then the last picture is one and only Tom Cruise. And I didn't realize how similar those were. So, uh, yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, one more football thing. Julio Jones to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I lied to you about wrapping it up. There is one more thing I saw. The greatest video game athletes of all time. The choices are Bo Jackson in Tecmo Super Bowl, Stephen Curry in NBA 2K16, Pablo Sanchez in Backyard Baseball, Michael Vick in Madden 04 and NFL Street 2, it says. And John Dowd in MVP Baseball 05. John Dowd was supposed to be Barry Bonds. Um, Bo Jackson, incredible. Uh, Never played NBA 2K16. I'm sure Steph Curry is probably pretty much a cheat code there, too. Uh, Pablo Sanchez, if you ever played any of the backyard sports games, he was was a stud. John Dowd as as, uh, Barry Bonds was awesome, too. But I'm going Mike Vick. Mike Vick in Madden 04 was unreal. Cannon, fast, just unbelievable. So that's uh, that's my ranking. Mike Vick wings it. So that's everything for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go wrap this thing up. Okay, closing time, everybody. Uh, once again, just want to say thank you to all of you. I appreciate all of you. We will be back next week. Some golf to cover. Uh, some other shenanigans to surely talk about. Football is just getting around the corner. College football even a little bit closer. We are in August. This month has football, ladies and gentlemen. I believe the Hall of Fame game is actually coming up this week, too. So lots of fun stuff to uh, to talk about here soon. So, again, I appreciate all of you. We'll see you next week. Until then, peace.